Hey everyone, I hope you're having a fantastic day whenever you're listening to this episode. So I won't lie, when I was about to record this episode, I thought it was headed in a completely different direction as to where it is going to head. But nonetheless, I hope you enjoy this episode and you take something from it, whatever it may be. The reason that I say that this episode completely changed direction was because originally I was going to speak about associations and people labeling you. However, as I said, the idea behind this episode completely changed. And I honestly didn't think that episode 8 of the Limitless series being laying the groundwork was going to have a part 2. But here we are. So here's part 2 of laying the groundwork. So part 2 has an intro and then about 4 key points that I want to discuss. You know, just to add on to laying the groundwork um, because actually just after recording the original episode, certain things happened, certain things changed and I was like, wow, okay, I actually need to make a new episode um, because it's, it's crazy. You, you're laying the groundwork day in and day out and you're like, there's nothing happening. Where's the skyscraper? Where's the first layer of brick or concrete or whatever? And then the next moment you look again and it's like, uh, geez, we're already one story into building the skyscraper. It's crazy. It really is. And I think that's why laying the groundwork needs a part two. And I'm so damn excited to share it. So the first thing I'm going to say is everything you do is preparation for your opportunities. And before you go, oh, wow, that's so positive. Like, I completely understand and I can relate to that. Uh-uh everything everything you do is preparation for your opportunities that can be in a positive or a negative context why do i say that you can prepare to stuff up your opportunities you can prepare to fail doing nothing is preparing for your opportunity or your opportunities sure you're doing nothing but it's still preparation because I don't even know how to explain it, but that's exactly what I'm saying. So you can either prepare and be like, I'm going to learn, you know, I'm going to grow. I'm going to be prepared so that when these opportunities present themselves, whenever that may be, damn boys, I'm going to be ready. Or you can sit there in that mindset of, eh, I'll do whatever, hey, like, sweet bro. When these opportunities come, they come. I mean, I don't even really want the opportunities. Or, eh, I want them, they'll come, and then I'll deal with it. That's preparing to fail, my boy. Seriously. The example I just used now, to give clarity, that's preparing to fail and to stuff up your opportunities. And that's essentially what laying the groundwork is. It's preparing for those opportunities so that when they present themselves... You can take it by the horns and absolutely run with it. You know, it's establishing those business practices, those thought processes, that mindset that's going to take you to a whole nother level, that's going to elevate you to greatness. Yeah, sure, you're not going to get there by yourself. You know, 1 Corinthians 15 verse 10. I am better than all the other disciples, but it is not me, but God who works through me. That's what I live by. I know I work harder than majority of people. 
You can have that argument with me any single day of the week. I will argue until you are blue in the face. But that's because I know what I am worth. And that's a tangent anyway. But we're going to get on to point one now. And that is activity creates opportunity. Yo, dude, if I sit in my apartment all day and do absolutely nothing, I just stare at the wall. That is not going to create opportunity. I do not think so. Uh, I've never heard of it happening like that. So by you attempting something, no matter if it doesn't succeed the first time, because remember failure is deciding to not carry on. So I'm not going to call it failure, but if it doesn't succeed the first time, if you can learn from that experience, then you are preparing for that great opportunity that's on its way. So, you know, work teaches you discipline and it keeps you sharp. It keeps you on your toes. By working, you are always going to learn something new. And you may be like, dude, I don't think that, you know, sometimes when I work, I can learn something new. It's the same mundane, boring stuff. Uh Uh-uh. You know, your business practices and processes can always be improved. Your stroke in swimming can always be improved that 1%. Um, your knowledge on a subject in school can always be improved. You can always learn, become sharper, wiser, um, perform better. There's always room for improvement. And work is an opportunity. You don't know what is around the corner. Dude, you could be working, you could be typing away on your laptop and then someone sees you working or just something like that. You hear of those stories and it's like, boom, okay, he landed a massive promotion. Why? Because now all of a sudden, the big boss walks in and sees you working your butt off. It's like, wow, I need someone like that higher up in the organization. Wow, look how hard she is working on her stroke. Um, Yo, I need to focus my attention on her. The coach focuses your his attention on you. And then the rest is history. Really, you hear about those magnificent stories. It's just, that's the way that it goes. And then point two, your attitude attracts opportunities or obstacles. Why do I say that? So I'm going to use an example of someone that I was speaking to on Instagram. No, I didn't slide into the DMs. Calm your farm, bro. I'm not that person. I really don't have time or energy or desire to do that. Um, but it was someone that reached out to me that wanted help with something that's going on in their life. Okay. And if you look through a broken lens at the world the whole time, What are you going to see? A distorted image of the world. And it ties into your attitude attracting obstacles. Because everything is going to look way too hard for you. Oh no, look at the mountain in front of me. No, it's not possible. Oh, I'm just going to give up. You know, no one likes me. No one loves me. Oh dude, you're looking through a cracked lens. But then on the other end of the spectrum, your attitude can attract opportunities. 
So for example, me, and I'm not perfect, but I'm just using this as an example. You know, I speak about laying the foundation, laying the foundation, laying the foundation. And I've told you as well, I will not preach about something if I do not live it out in my daily life. Or I won't preach something that I haven't experienced. So, yes, I am laying the foundation, boys. Like, I've told you that, and girls, sorry. But I've told you that in the in part one of laying the foundation, I told you that. And the clue as to me laying the foundation is in the name of the episode, considering everything I just said. Um, but, you know, it's tough some days. But I kept the positive attitude. I'm like, nah. You know, opportunities are going to come. God's going to open the doors. I'm just going to carry on knocking. I'm going to carry on pushing. I'm going to carry on improving myself. And then today, out of absolutely nowhere, you know, with a positive attitude, I signed my biggest life insurance client to date. It's crazy. Out of nowhere, guys. Out of nowhere. I'm still busy laying the foundation. Like, surely that only happens when the skyscraper is getting built? Like, that's what I thought, sort of. Maybe, maybe not. I don't know. But you understand, I'm busy laying the foundation and then it's like, boom, here's a client for you. Not a small Mickey Mouse client, a big one. Boom, right there. Like, attitude attracts opportunities or obstacles and like the funny story actually to tie into that is as soon as i signed this client over it started raining outside and not like this little rain i mean in pretoria it hasn't rained for a while like at least i think a week it's been relatively hot and then pretty much as i signed the client over it's like <laughs> the heavens just open i'm like yeah god thanks for your sense of humor I understand now that the floodgates are opening. Like, amen, but funny one. I hope some of you catch on to what I just said, but I found it very funny and very cool. So, yeah. And then, number three. Hard work brings opportunities in its wake. And that actually ties into point one. Not so much point two, but more so point one. If you're going to work hard, okay, you're going to sit your butt down and you're going to flip and work hard every single day at your job. You know, um, in training, you're going to work super hard. People are going to notice. Either they're going to notice your actions or they're going to notice your performance. And boys and girls, yo, it's real. I've experienced it in the rugby, in business. The harder you work, the bigger the opportunities. Why? Because what you sow is what you reap. And it's not directly a correlation of, oh, you sow hard work, so you reap hard work. No, you sow hard work, you reap greater rewards, number one. Plus, hard work prepares you to a whole nother level so that you will firstly see the great opportunities. And that's not to say um, that you must neglect the small opportunities. Not at all. But the harder you work, the greater the preparation the easier it is to see the big, massive opportunities. And, um, you know, like I said, hard work. <laughs> you get noticed for your hard work. And it happened a lot to me in sports as well. 
oh, look at that guy. You're spending an extra hour or an hour and a half on the field working on his skills. Look at that swimmer. Yo, check how he is spending, I don't know, an extra half an hour in the pool perfecting his stroke or perfecting his breathing. I don't know, or his whatever, stroke tempo, whatever you want to call it. Don't call me out for this, please, swimmers. I'm sorry. Um, I mean, I didn't write this down. Actually, this is just off the cuff. But that hard work prepares you for these opportunities. Firstly, so that you can notice them. That's what I wanted to say. You can notice them and you'll be able to act upon them. Like I said, if you haven't laid the foundation, you're not going to be able to build a very tall skyscraper. Or you're not going to be able to build a tall skyscraper that's going to last and stand there for generations. So hard work enlarges your capacity to receive opportunities. So you can receive more and you can receive larger opportunities. And number four, don't panic if it doesn't work immediately. Why do I say that? Because God's timing is perfect. Psalms 31 verse 15. Okay, I'm not even going to read into that. I mean, God's timing is perfect. Or must I just go read it for you anyway? Okay, let's go read it. Why not? So, what is Psalm 31 verse 15? I keep on saying Psalms, but it's Psalm. God's perfect timing does two things. It grows our faith as we are forced to wait and trust in God and makes certain that He... And he alone gets the glory and praise for pulling us through. That's not actually the Bible verse. But it doesn't really matter to me. I'm just going to read it anyway. Um, (laughs) I already read that and I was like, "Hmm, I'm pretty sure this is not the Bible verse. And then I only realized afterwards. But the point still stands. God's timing is perfect. And that actually ties into point three, funny enough. Not that I planned this, but... You know, I said the hard work prepares you to receive the bigger opportunities, etc., etc. God's not going to present you with things that you are not capable of handling. That's the truth. I mean, duh. I mean, why are you going to give a baby that is just born, um, jeez, I don't know, a lollipop? I don't think it's going to be able to eat that thing. You understand? Yes, you do understand. It's pretty simple what I said. Um, so don't panic if it work, if it doesn't work immediately. Because like I said, God's timing is perfect. He will give you what you can handle. Yes, He will give you stuff that will stretch and grow you. Because life is a constant process of growth. In death there is no more growth. Only decay. But He will never give you something that you cannot handle. He knows your ability in the moment. So don't panic if it doesn't work immediately. And um, my closing, and this is something that I had to learn, especially with this life insurance thing that came through. Don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. And that is a quote by Robert Louis Stevenson. And it is so true. It really is. Like, you are in school, okay, because university, you can still work, whatever, but you are in school, right? You're studying for those top marks in maths and science and bio or whatever. It doesn't mean that while you're studying at school, you're going to be a doctor or 
a rocket scientist or whatever. No. Because imagine you, if you're judging the day by the harvest you're reaping and your goal is to become a doctor or a rocket scientist, you're going to be like, oh, well, this day was a fail. Mm-mm. Look at the day in the sense of, you are planting the seed. I'm studying. Okay, this topic, I understand 100%. That will keep you motivated and it's real. You might only see the harvest in five years or seven years after school. I'm not saying it happens like that for everything, but being a doctor and whatever, the harvest is not necessarily there immediately. So, like I said, don't judge each day by the harvest you reap, but by the seeds you plant. And that, boys and girls, is part two of laying the groundwork. I hope you enjoyed it. I certainly did. I'm hot. I'm excited. And I hope that you listen to the next episode because I am phenomenal. I'm joking. We are all phenomenal. I love you guys. Goodbye.